Now, that's talking about you know what's going to be happening here today. One of the things that I think is is awesome, and uh, you know, I'm looking around at dude. This is this is a marvel. Anybody who's not visited the Terrebonne General Community Sports Institute locker room, um, you're missing out. Uh, <laughs> you are missing out. I'm sitting here. They, you know, Stan and the folks took care of us. They gave us a big old radio space and radio table, and uh, there's memorabilia. There are trophies and relics and everything of the past. This is a really cool showcase of local sports, and we certainly thank everybody for their time and for allowing us to be here today. And we'll be out here rocking and rolling until 1 o'clock and having a wonderful time. I'm looking to my right. I'm seeing the helmet that Bobby Bear wore in the state championship game in 1977 seeing the LSU helmet, a Game Warden Nichols baseball helmet, a South Terrebonne helmet, signed autographed pictures from several of the top players in our area's history, a team picture of what looks to be the 1977 South Lafourche State Championship team. So, so much history on display here, and it's a showcase of the wonderful and rich athletic history that our community has. So let's do this. Stan and them are about ready to start the festivities over in the other room. Then what's happening is they're going to, going to go and um, have all the coaches get a, a, an official headshot. As they take their headshot, they're going to then make their way to the radio table. So we're going to rapid fire. We're going to have a bunch of um, short interviews, like three, four, five-minute interviews with each, each coach. We're going to try to get everybody in as best as we can so that they can promote their teams. But it's going to be rapid fire. It's going to be happening quick. And the next few minutes are going to be a little bit hectic. So let's catch a quick break, our first break of the show. Then we get back, we're going to uh, try to get some coaches on and we'll fire away. It is play-by-play coming to you live from Tri-Parish Media Day. We'll be right back after this quick break talking some football and some volleyball with our area coaches. Make this the summer event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat and Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with Ram's long-lasting new pickups or their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right ones should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram trucker van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Did you or your loved ones go without this hurricane season? Well, this year, go with Industrial Power Systems, your only local power generation professional serving Lafourche for over 18 years. We offer sales, service, installation, and maintenance on all major brands of residential, commercial, industrial, and marine generators for the most trusted brands in the industry. Generac, Cola, Briggs & Stratton, Cummins Onan, and many more. Industrial Power Systems. Power is our middle name. Call us today at 632-1692 or come see us on the back road in Galliano. Hello, friends and family. Taylor Griffin here, back again to talk about Dufresne Building Materials. Did you know that we have a new updated online order system called Dufresne Easy Buy? Come see us at dufresnelumber.com to check it out and get you started with a free quote. We now have eight convenient locations to serve you, which include Cutoff, Thibodeau, Luling, Bell Chase, Araby, Slidell, Gulfport, and Grand Isle. And no matter how big we grow as a company, we promise to keep that local family business feel and welcome you with a smile. So come give the local guys a try and experience the do-friend difference. Do you have a pest control problem? Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies has an experienced staff that can guide you with the products to use yourself for your home or business. They carry a full line of professional products for termites, mosquitoes, ants, wasps, fleas, bedbugs, mice and rats, or any other pest control needs you may have. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. Call 985-475-3314. That's Roundtree's Pest Control and Supplies. 
What does the Weatherbug app tell you? My commute will be a doozy today. Pack my allergy meds. Lightning. Pick up a pizza, not a tennis racket. With more free map layers than any other weather app, Weatherbug tells you more of what you need to know to prepare you for the unpredictable. Discover why over 10 million users choose Weatherbug. Maybe it's a commute to the couch day. Download the Weatherbug app today for free. Here broadcasting live from Tri Parish Media Day over at the Terrebonne General Community Sports Institute. We're in the locker room. We're waiting for our first coaches to come to the media table. They're a little bit delayed, a little bit off schedule, but Stan's going to get those folks filtered out here in just a second. In week one of our local high school football uh, schedule, uh, there are a lot of big, intriguing matchups, and we'll kind of comb through those while waiting for the coaches to come filter by here. Um, Central Lafouche will be opening up with a big challenge. They're going to be playing John Curtis in the opener. That'll be out in Matthews. That game was supposed to take place last year. Ended up not taking place because of Ida, of course, but the Patriots are going to be coming to Matthews and giving a big, big challenge to Coach Pop and his crew. Actually, Coach Pop is here. We look forward to chatting with him um, a little bit later in the show. Destrahan will be taking on Bonneville. That's a local game of interest. Um, Destrahan's not here. This is just for assumption. Terrebonne and Lafouche Parish, but of course Destran being in our local district, we'll be keeping an eye on them as they open with Bonneville. HL Bourgeois will be opening up the season with Lafayette at home. That'll be a big matchup, a good showcase for the Braves who made the playoffs last season and had a really, really good year um, out of the reservation out in Gray. Uh, let's see what else we had. We had East St. John, who's or have East St. John rather, is going to be hosting St. James in the opener. Talk about athletes, dude. East St. John and St. James opening up the season. That'll be athletes galore. That'll be um, college-bound players all over the field there both ways. That'll be a big showcase. Speaking of college-bound players, Hanville will be hosting Isidore Newman. You're saying, okay, Isidore Newman, where have I heard that name in the news lately? Oh, yeah, that's the school that Arch Manning plays for. So right out of the gate, Hanville will be facing Arch Manning and Isidore Newman in the opener. That'll be a big, big matchup there and a big challenging test for Hanville. Also in our area, these are mostly 5A games that we're reading so far, Terrebonne taking on South Terrebonne. That'll be a matchup of two Terrebonne Parish schools, matchup of two Terrebonne Parish schools with first-year coaches. As Coach Tyler Lewis is anchoring the Terrebonne side, and Coach Aaron Babin is in command for South Terrebonne, two first-year coaches. We'll be going to battle. That game will be at Tom B. Smith Stadium out of Terrebonne High. Thibodeau will be hosting Lutcher in week one. That'll be an opportunity for Chris Duga and the Tigers to take on a River Parish team that's likely going to win a bunch of games. Big PowerPoint opportunity for Thibodeau. Big PowerPoint opportunity for Lutcher as well as they're going to play, uh, get points for playing up. And they'll also be facing a Thibodeau team that's likely to have a pretty strong season. No, Chris is very excited. Ellender will be taking on Helen Cox in the opener to their season. Um, good matchup, athletes on both sides. Uh, Jesse Turner, we've had him on several times throughout the summer. He's uh, amped up. He's very excited about what his team is bringing to the table in the upcoming year. So Jesse and his crew will be hosting Helen Cox in the opener. Let's see. Also locally we have, scrolling down the list, I want to make sure I don't give you any games that I've already given you. Morgan City, that's a team in a local district. They're going to be traveling to take on Berwick in their opener. South Lafouche will be hosting St. Edmund. Was talking to B.J. Young uh, 
just a minute ago and, and heck throughout the week and everything, and he said practices are going good and the Tarpons are looking good, taking on a 1A school in St. Edmund. Don't just look at that and say, oh, 1A school, they're going to run over them. St. Edmund wins some games and they go to the playoffs. They're historically a very good program, so it'll be a test for South Lafourche in week one. But they're hosting in Galliano, knocking on the table as I say that because the last few seasons, Having home games in Galliano on Friday nights have been a bit of a chore, be it Ida, be it COVID, be it whatever it may be. But it looks like everything is going to be uh, able to allow that to happen. Then a big one. There's a really big one in our area. Vanderbilt will be hosting E.D. White. These will be two programs that both made it to at least the state semifinals in Division Two. with E.D. White, of course, making it to the finals in Division II. Um, showdown matchup. Big-time opportunity for both teams to kind of make a statement early in the season. This is going to be a big test for both sides, and I think this will be uh, one that a lot of eyeballs will be on. E.D. White was a team that, as we said a minute ago, made it to the Dome, but wasn't altogether senior-heavy. They had a lot of underclassmen who were playing prominent positions. They returned their fullback. They returned their quarterback. They returned a lot on the defense that was just disgustingly good last year. So it'll be a big test for Vanderbilt, who, guess what, also has a lot of returnees, including namely Jalen Coleman, who's just going to be a sophomore this coming season in the backfield for the Terriers. Vanderbilt maybe has some holes to plug up up front. Their front seven um, defensively had some guys that, that, that went off onto graduation and to the next level. Uh, but you know, Coach Tommy Minton has said throughout the summer he likes the vibe and the spirit of his team, and he is excited to see where they're going to shake themselves out as the upcoming year. Uh, lies ahead. Out in 2A, we'll find Homa Christian. They're going to be hosting Highland Baptist to open the season. Homa Christian, um, new coach, Coach Terrio, uh, but also has Dean Charpentier, also has Francis Lafotte. Like They've got a lot of experience on that staff, um, a lot of talent on that team. It's young talent. They're going to have to foster that talent, develop that talent, but Homa Christian's in a position to where they could open up their season against Highland Baptist and maybe get off on the right foot. And then also we go down to 1A, and we're going to have Covenant Christian Academy, who will be taking on, uh, let's see, Thrive Academy in their opener. That game will also be in Homa. So just a rundown of some of the people who are here, and you're going to be hearing from a lot of these folks throughout the course of the day. We've got Aaron Babin with South Terrebonne Football, Robin Romero with South Terrebonne Volleyball, B.J. Young, South Lafouche Football, Jamie Sheremy with South Lafouche Volleyball, representing Homa Christian Butch Terrio Football, Cullen Mathern, CCA football. Uh, Sandy Charlotte uh, is home of Christian volleyball. Ashley Kesterson, uh, CCA volleyball. Tommy Minton with Vanderbilt football. Greg Castillo with Vanderbilt volleyball. Coach Pop, Shelly Vedros with Central LaFouche football. Sydney Dufresne with Central LaFouche volleyball. Jesse Turner, Ellender football. Simone Fleming with Ellender volleyball. Kyle Asang, EDY football. Sarah Johnson, EDY volleyball. Craig Hamner, Terrebonne volleyball. Tyler Lewis, Terrebonne football. Carly Martin, Thibodeau Volleyball. Chris Dugas, Thibodeau Volleyball. Sterling Washington with HL Bourgeois Football. Chip Didier, HL Bourgeois Volleyball. And then representing Assumption, Will Broussard with the football side and Tara Campo with the volleyball side. Let's catch another break. We're uh, awaiting our coaching. Well, you know what? Let's hold off on this break because we're getting our first guest who will be coming in here. Um, and then we're going to uh, keep the train rocking and rolling from there. I think this will be Coach Sidney Dufresne. Okay, so we'll have Coach Dufresne on to represent Central Lafouche Volleyball. Actually, to put the headset on, and we'll chat for a couple minutes about your team. 
All right, Coach, how's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Um, how, are, how are the girls looking on the volleyball floor so far? We are doing pretty good right now. You know, practicing day in, day out, um, getting in in the weight room every single day, getting in practices in the afternoon. It's been, been a good summer. Older group, younger group, a little bit of both. A little, bit a little mix of both. Yeah, we have about we have three seniors right now. We have a big group of juniors, and then we have a good freshman class right now coming up, and a good bit of sophomores too. So it's all always sprinkled. I remember when you played, and I remember at that time the sport hadn't all the way blossomed to where right. just about everybody's good now. How much has it grown in the last decade or so? It's ridiculous. Everybody's making it to the punch strength center. It feels like correct, definitely. Um, I mean, I played at Vanderbilt. We went to Fond Train Center my senior year and uh, got state runner-up. It was phenomenal. But, I mean, just over the past, I've been out of high school since 2014. So, I mean, just in the past few years, it's, it's blossomed a lot, definitely. You don't, like, I guess you could say, like, the whole rivalry with Edie White and Vanderbilt and everything. Um, always getting to the Ponce Train Center, always always battling out in the finals for the, for the state title. It's blossomed a lot, definitely. <laughs> There's no doubt there are a lot of parents who are listening. So shout out to some of the names of those young ladies that uh, we should expect to hear from this upcoming year. Yes, definitely. No, like who are some of the? the oh, sorry. <laughs> like who are some of the players? My oh, bad. on our team. Um, so newcomers that we have, or actually returning players first. Our returning key starters, I should say. Uh, we have Lily Dominic, number oh. twenty. She's going to be our libero. She's a senior. Um, going to do some work for us back. She was actually our right side last year, and she ended up getting the most digs on our team so she ended up getting our ds award as an outside hitter that's played all the way around so i mean we we ended up giving her libero this year and we'll she'll do some good things for us um we have natasia cooper who's a junior she's going to be our middle blocker she has blossomed a lot her freshman year um was my second year at central as an assistant coach and we moved her up to jv she put in the work over the summers all year long she she's blossomed into a phenomenal young lady um newcomers we have is a sophomore, Cortland Smith, number 29. She's going to be one of our outside hitters this year for varsity. We have um, a freshman actually coming in, Serenity Winston. I don't know how to say or pronounce her yeah. last name. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a tricky one, um, but she, she's blossom. She's a good little freshman coming in. She'll actually start outside for us. Might see all the way around motion from her. Um, we have a junior, Alana Fitt. She's number eight. She's going to be a middle right side hitter. Um, the great part about our team right now we have a lot of hitters but they're all outside they're all middle they're all right sides like they all can play everything in the front row really good coach well thank you so much for the time good luck this season yep, appreciate it thank you yep. as coach Dufresne doing a wonderful job at Central LaFouche we thank her so much for her time here at Tri-Parish Media Day we'll see who's going to be up next at the radio table we look forward to hearing about all the football and volleyball coaches who are going to be coming through and seeing who's going to be up next uh, let's go ahead and catch a quick break. Let's make it just a one-minute commercial break. We're at Tri-Parish Media Day. We'll have another coach at the radio table in just a second on KLEP. Hey, Mike Davis here. Looking for your next new vehicle? Come check us out at Golden Motors. Price is priority. Come place your very own order or choose what is in stock or coming in. Many 2022 Silverado trucks and SUVs to choose from. New vehicles are here on the way. Chevy, find new roads. And if you're looking for that slightly pre-owned or any make and model vehicle, we have it in our huge selection or don't see it, we can get it. Just stop by on the back road and cut off or call us at 985-325-1000. 
Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear. Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. Need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control. Safe. Effective. Guaranteed. And welcome back to Tri-Parish Media Day here at Terrebonne General. We're in the locker room of the Community Sports Institute, and we're joined by Coach Sarah Johnson with Vanderbilt. Oh, not Vanderbilt, sorry. <laughs> Don't push me out of my chair. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> with E.D. White volleyball. Coach, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? Doing fine. Uh, we were just chatting with Coach Dufresne in the last segment over at Central LaFouche, and she was telling me, uh, you know, they've got a, a mix of young and old. Uh, are you all the same way? Tell us about your squad. Yes, absolutely. I have seven um, seniors this year who all played last year, and then the rest are younger classmen. So I have a good good group of freshmen and sophomores. You all have had so much success in the last few seasons of deep playoff runs and, you know, going as far as it needs to go. Um, that now creates an expectation that you got to withhold. They talk about that challenge of, you know, hey, got to always be near the end. Oh, yeah. Um, we come into every season trying to start from not – from scratch, but we, we know we have high expectations. Everyone's looking for us to go back to the, you know, state championship game, but um, I just tell them take it one game at a time. Sure. We have a lot of games to play before we can get there. What was this past school year like? Because, look, okay, you got to endure Ida, and then there's still a little bit of COVID mixed in there, but the athletic programs at E.D. White, especially in the fall, were so good. Like, football makes it part. You guys make a run. Swimming was great. Cross country was great. Do you all feed off of the energy of the other programs? Oh, absolutely. We all, well, I'm one of the conditioning coaches, so I have all the athletes with me, and I'm with the guys. So I get to see it every day. We're a good group of commodity, and we all just kind of feed off of each other in the weight room, and then it just kind of goes out onto the field, and everybody kind of feeds off of everybody. That's awesome. Tell me about some of your uh, your starters that you're expecting to stand out this coming year. Um, my setter, Anna Claire Jones, she's just coming off an ankle injury, but she should be back in the next two weeks. But um, she'll be a great asset for us, great leader, and she can push the ball wherever we want her to go. Um, my middle, Callie Becknell, is um, a standout from last year, so she'll be in there. And Brighton Radcliffe, I have two good, um, strong middles. And then the rest are just kind of feeding in. I have my libero, Kennedy Bro, and um, as of now, my outside, Katie Phils. And the rest are kind of filling in in place, and we'll see who, where everybody goes from there. I was in high school in the 2000s and the sport in our area was not anything like it is today. Yeah. It's grown so much. <laughs> Just talk about that transition. Like, everybody's playing at a high level now. Yeah, I mean, I played in the early 2000s, and it's out. we just had a drill the other day. I said oh, we could only score points on if we served. So it's just so much different now. Everything's faster. Um, the, I mean, everybody's coming up to par. I mean, before we, we couldn't find anybody to play in the area, and now everybody in our area is good, so. Very good. For you all to have a successful season, what are a couple of things you all have to do well? Well, we have to run a quick offense no matter what we do. Um, our defense has to be on you know, on point and getting everything. We're not a tall team, so defense and service receives have to be number one on our list. And we just have to beat everybody else, um, beat the, the big blockers on the other side with a quick offense. Beautiful. Thanks so much, Coach. All right. Thank good you. Luck this year. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Coach Johnson with E.B. White Volleyball. They always have a really solid team. We look forward to them and some of the things that they're going to get accomplished this upcoming year. 
Let's see who we're going to have next joining us. This is, oh, I know this knucklehead that's coming here. This is going to be B.J. Young with South Lafouche Football. He's going to be joining us next. B.J. is going to be sitting down. He's going to be our first football coach of the day, Coach. So, uh, B.J. Young, South Lafouche High School, you guys are on the practice field right now, getting ready for the upcoming year. Coach, how's it been looking, dude? It's going good. Uh, putting some good days together. Uh, very competitive practices. Uh, they, You know, it's, it hurts uh, defense whenever the offense moves the ball. They, they get their feelings hurt a little bit and then vice versa. So, um, you know, stringing together some good days. Got to put the full pads on yesterday and do some live tackling. Um, got a little nicks and injuries here and there, but nothing too serious. So, uh, yeah, man, looking forward to today. Going to uh, mix it up a little bit with a little scrimmage. I know you're super excited to have that turf, dude, because y'all be missing a lot of time without it. Yeah, look, we actually went on the grass yesterday. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, we did, man. Uh, a little sloppy, a little muddy, but, um, you know, it, we, they they took it in stride. You know, um, it don't really matter where you're practicing or, or you're playing. You just got to be ready to go. And, uh, you know, it was different for them. But they, uh, we had a good day, man. We really did. Today is the last Friday for a long time where you're not facing someone else. Next Friday you're going to be facing CCA. Friday after that, HL Bourgeois, then you start your season. Um Man, I know that you know you got one more week of practice before you're facing another opponent, but the kids must be excited to hit on somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> you know, um, told them yesterday is the last Friday without football. Yep. And uh, I mean, super exciting time. You know, uh, football and high school football in the state of Louisiana is a big deal. So, um, I, you know, I speak on behalf of everyone. I think in the program and in the school is super excited for the start of the uh, the football season. Conditioning wise, are you guys? I mean, I know you're not all the way there, but you know. That's the blessing and the curse. It's like, okay, you want it to be sunny so that it's not raining, but when it's raining, you can't maybe get them in as good of a shape as you'd want. Like, talk about juggling that those things. Yeah, you know, we um, we run them after practice. We hadn't ran them the last two days. I thought the effort was, was really good in practice. So um, it kind of bases off of kind of the effort that I see during, during the practice, uh, depending on how much we run or not. Um, now, look, man, we push them. We push them, so... Uh, you know, there's some times where, where it's getting down to the nitty-gritty, and, um, you know, we're looking for them to fight through that strain because there's going to be a strain that you hit that uh, that you got to be able to fight through if you're going to win football games, and uh, they've responded well. How's it been your line play so far in camp? Getting better. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I think we're pretty big on both sides of the ball. Um, young in, in terms of experience, right? So um, guys under the lights, very young, but um, very eager group. They've embraced the big boys. Right, you don't get no accolades. You're not gonna be in the paper much, but but you're gonna yeah. do all the dirty work and win football games. And they've kind of embraced it, so that's good. Very good, well, brother. We thank you so much. Yes, sir. Good luck as always. We'll be chatting with you soon. That's B.J. Young with South High School Football. We're at Tri Parish Media Day. We've already combed through three coaches. We've got a bunch more to follow. The next one that'll be joining us here, oh, another knucklehead, two knuckleheads in a row. Kyle Lasang will be joining us here at Ed White, uh, talking about his wonderful football team and program. Coach Lasang, good morning, my friend. How's it good going? Good morning, Casey. Doing really well, man. Glad yes, to sir. be here. We were just chatting with BJ, and he was saying, hey, man, it's the last Friday without you know a game or scrimmage or something yeah. of the sort. So we're right down the final stretch run, man. We are. We are. We uh, we had a little scrimmage last uh, last night with uh, the officials out there, give them some experience, uh, different scenarios, situations, special teams. And then next week it's full go, man, and uh, host Zachary next Thursday. Um see how we stack up, and then uh, get ready for the season. I'm glad to hear that Thursday. I was thinking I would have had to go to South of Houston. I'll be able to catch both, so there we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are some of the things you're seeing that you like in camp, and what are a couple of areas where you're saying, all right, well, we've got to sure this up a little bit? Yeah, uh, up front, 
I think we're probably as good as we've been in a long, long time, both ways. Uh, Aiden Clements has just been a beast in fall camp at the D-line uh, spot. And then offensively, I think we got a chance. When we put the right five guys together, I think we got a chance to be really good up front offensively. Uh, can't have injuries. Uh, don't have a ton of depth. And the depth is obviously not as big and strong as, as the starters, but I think that's the strength of the football team right now. Uh, offensively, uh, we got we got to find some some rhythm with uh, with our specialists and our skill guys. Uh, not always really good throwing the football, um, and then defensively, if we can uh, solidify the back end, uh, some corners and those kinds of guys, and and that's we see some signs of some good play there. Um, we'll we'll find out how good we are next Thursday. For Zachary. sure, yeah. BJ was just saying, you know, hey, look, you're you're doing the same thing every day. It's monotonous. The kids are you know, not maybe losing interest, but. Mm-hmm. So what they did is they went out on the grass and played a mud uh, practice. Like, what do you do, yeah. little things like that, to break up that monotony? Yeah, I think yesterday was good for us because it was the first time we really went live. Sure. And uh, kids were just chomping at the bit, wanted to tackle and, and uh, those kinds of things. And I think that's good. Today we'll go light. Um, and then next Friday we'll take Friday off. I think you got to give them time to, to, to get back into school mode, first of all, uh, this being the first week. That's usually it's usually a terrible week of practice. <laughs> it's really, it was good for us this week, though. Uh, kids really handled it well. So uh, you change up practice a little bit. Uh, every time I call them up in the middle, they think we're doing a one-on-one uh, big cat drill. <laughs> we don't always. It's usually I'm complaining about something. <laughs> the locker room's messy, whatever. But uh, they uh, they they have handled practice really really well. Repetitions is is really what we need at this point. Sarah came here just a minute ago, and she was saying how awesome it was last fall that you know they were rolling mm-hmm. y'all were rolling cross-country and swimming and really and everyone's fed off of one another yeah. and you know that that's got to be a cool thing to be part of and i know y'all are hoping that happens again as an ad man talk about that like everything was rolling it was just special it was it was special it was a special time you, you don't know if that's ever going to happen again but i think it, it was the culmination of tremendous work through adverse circumstances by our kids the kids just were just laser focused on being able to play and never had any doubt whether it be COVID or hurricane, whatever, just didn't have a doubt that they were going to play and, and treated it that way. Didn't say, uh, we may not play. I'm taking a day off. That didn't happen. Cross country swimming, volleyball, football, really, really attacked the, the fall with everything they had. I think that was, that was different. Uh, we, we never really spoke about never playing, uh, never having a season and kids treated it that way. Went, went full speed and, get showed off you know in the fall before we let you go give us a time for that scrimmage against Zachary next week it's going to be at six o'clock at our place um probably going to be a few people there you know Zachary's loaded man got got a lot of guys going to play big time D1 football and people want to see him very good thank you so much buddy we'll chat again soon all right man that's be coach Kyle thing doing a wonderful job with this program as always he's not actually a knucklehead we were just joking about that part of course we're going <laughs> to have Coach Tommy Minton joining us next with Vanderbilt Catholic. Actually, they're going to be the, the week one opponent from Reedy White there. We get Coach Minton. It's going to be his second season with Vanderbilt Catholic, um, one of the programs that a lot of folks in the area are very, very interested in seeing. Coach Minton, good morning, my friend. How are you? Good morning, Casey. I'm trying to get this thing uh, yeah. situated. Whoever was before me had a big head. <laughs> I 
I, I agree with that. <laughs> Coach, you guys are in that same situation as a lot of the other football coaches where you're getting ready for the season, you know, putting in the work and doing all the preparations and the dirty work to make sure you're ready. Uh, talk about how things are going over at Vanderbilt. Well, they're going well. I mean, the kids are working hard. The coaches are working hard. They're doing everything I'm asking them to do. Uh, I really feel like that we're with, with this weather cycle we're in, we're, we're at kind of a disadvantage to a lot of schools in the area because we don't have a turf field there. Yeah. Uh, so we're, we're sloshing around in the mud out there. And, uh, of course, this early in the year doing that, you worry about uh, an injury or two because of the field conditions. But you know, we got to get it done, and the kids are working hard, and uh, I, I have no complaints. No doubt. Um, earlier in the summer you said, hey, man, you know, we're replacing some guys on the defensive line. we got to, you know, get a little more experience there. How have they looked so far to start camp? They're doing well. They're doing well. You know, we got three seniors that are stepping in, and they were backups to uh, to those guys last year. Played a lot of JV, and uh, uh, they have they've stepped in and done a good job. And we got three uh, juniors that are behind them that are pushing them, and uh, we're we're going to end up with good good competition there. Which, of course, competition makes you better. Uh, you can't relax, and uh, we're going to put a good rotation there where we keep guys fresh and be able to play a few more bodies down there than we had to play last year. Quarterback-wise, did you return a guy or was, was he a senior? No, we, we, we graduated Don Marcello okay, Archer, I knew I knew one of the brothers was back. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. okay, so what, what's it looking like there? Uh, Robbie Blanchett and Jack Chestnut have been battling it out for the starting job. Robbie's a senior, Jack's a sophomore, uh, both very talented kids. And uh, Robbie has the edge right now. And uh, Robbie brings something to the table that we really didn't have last year. Robbie can do some things with his legs that uh, Dom couldn't, and uh, he still is, can throw the ball well also. So it's going to give us another dimension there and help take some pressure off Jalen. You know, I was speaking with B.J. Young a minute ago, and he said right now it's very monotonous. The kids are doing the same thing every day. He took the kids off the turf and brought them in the mud, you know, just to kind of mix it up. Kyle said they had a referee scrimmage. What do you all do to just kind of get a little variety in what is otherwise kind of a monotonous time of the year? Well, I mean, you know, we, we do some things to try to, to break the monotony. But, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm kind of a, uh, a Nick Saban-ism uh, is that, uh, you know, it's the monotonous things that make yeah, it hey, good. I know. And, you know, we're teaching fundamentals. We're teaching things that you're going to do over and over again in a game, and you can't get bored in a game. So, you know, I mean, it, sometimes in this fall camp, it, it takes monotonous things, and you got to accept that and – uh, wrap your head around that and say, hey, I'm not going to let it uh, take me out of my game. So uh, the kids have done a good job of that, but we, we do some things to mix it up. I mean, we'll, we we actually yesterday, <clears throat> the weather was really bad, and we knew today was going to be a physical day, uh, a kind of a, a, it's not a scrimmage, but it's inner squad type stuff. And uh, so, we, you know, we pulled back on them. Yeah, and, very uh, good. You know, and, and that's some of the things you have to do, but... Uh, our kids have handled it all really, really well. I feel like we're in a good good spot right now. Coach, thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, Casey. That is Coach Tommy Minton doing a great job, as always, with Vanderbilt Catholic. They're going to have a really strong season. Hey, we're going to have our, our friend Tyler Lewis. Coach Lewis was going to join us on the radio yesterday and had some issues. We couldn't do the show, but we'll get you today, Coach. Tyler Lewis, first-year coach at Terrebonne High School. What's going on, brother? How you doing? I'm good. How you guys doing today? Great, man. Uh, we've had you on several times throughout the summer. I know you're really excited. Uh, we're saying that 
you know, you like the vibe and the chemistry of your team. Uh, how's the last week or so of practice been, man? It's been real well. Uh, our, our guys are really getting accustomed to uh, being in shoulder pads and helmets. Uh, first couple of days was a struggle, but uh, getting over uh, Wednesday and yesterday was uh, pretty smooth for us. Um, we're really transitioning well. Tell me a little bit about your offense and your defense, man. What are some of the things you're liking and about both areas and then maybe some areas that you're hoping to see progress before the start of the year? Well, offensively, uh, I'm really impressed with my, my team quarterback. Uh, he's really taking a, a true leadership role. Uh, he's uh, commanding, you know, the guy's attention. He's putting him in places. Um, we have one of the top receivers in the area, uh, Tyler Billiot, who really, will really be explosive for us this oh, year. Yeah. Uh, as well as Quincy McKay, um, so the, those those guys, uh, we we have a lot of speed. That's what that's what we're looking at right now. And our old line is getting that about a week, and uh, that's definitely was one hour our, our uh, focus is our offensive line, the trenches. So uh, they're getting better about a week, and uh, we definitely uh, hopefully uh, we get to see them in uh, action next week versus Andy. Uh, really show a showcase against someone else. Now defensively. Um, like, of course, we're, we're young across the board. Mm-hmm. We're young across the board. Uh, but defensively, uh, we have a solid front. Uh, we have two kids. That's 340-plus uh, gappers. You know, we have a, a, a rush in Todrick uh, Stewart, uh, who's our team captain. Um, I mean, he, he's explosive. He's fast. Uh, he, he's going to require a double team, you know. So, uh, I mean, I'm impressed with the, the trench work, D-line-wise, and in the secondary we secondary young as well but you know we, we, we're going to put it together they're going to piece together we work every day very good um first year guy um uh, and i know that you're ready for this i know that but i know you love terrebone and i was just commenting on wednesday's show how how good of a fit this is for you oh, yeah. are there ever moments though where you're laying in bed at night like hey you know if it's a tie game and we score with 30 seconds left, do we go for two? Do we kick that? Like, have you, do you ever yeah. have those little moments? Yeah, yeah. You know, situational ball is everything, man. <laughs> and, and 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 that's why they, I guess, they pay pay me the big bucks to make those decisions. Um, the, the big bucks, <laughs> quote unquote, right? Um, you know, I, I do, I do think about, you know, what if I'm in this situation? Uh, you know, what would I do? You know, I watch, I go back and watch. You know, I even on YouTube, like situation. Sure. You know, you know how how would I handle this situation? And you know, it, it, you won't. I won't know until I go through it. Yeah. And and, it, and it's going to happen this year. You know, I'm anticipating it. Um, hopefully, it all be positive <laughs> and works in my face. Look, the fans will love it if it works. They'll hate it if it doesn't. Just get used to that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I completely understand, especially coming coming off a river. You know, everybody <laughs> get the blues in the river, even assistant coaches. No doubt about you that, know. my man. Um, uh, before we let you go, uh, what are a couple of areas in the next week or so before you scrimmage Vanderbilt that you're hoping to get polished up a little bit? Uh, we really want to polish up our, our kicking game. Um, we have a new kicker. Uh, he's a first-time kicker. Uh, you know, but he's he's been improving. Uh, he, he impressed me uh, yesterday, you know, moving the ball around and, and being consistent. My thing with him is being consistent. With the whole team, is just being sure, consistent. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, between the kicking game and in the running game is the two things that, that, that really is uh, number one and number two on, on my radar. So uh, I, I think we're going to be good. We're going to be good with stopping and running. We're going to be good, you know, scoring the ball, uh, but definitely kicking. 
you know, and uh, making sure that we're consistent across the board. Looking over at you, and I noticed something across your chest here. You got the word battle, dude. What's that about? I'm sure that's oh, yeah. something that you guys are preaching to the kids. Oh, yeah, we do battle. This is a, this is a company. We're sponsored by Battle Terrible. It's a battle school, and um, it's, a, it's a sports company that's Very really nice. focused down and, and customized a lot of uh, football gear for us, cool. and everything is catered to whatever we need. Cool. Uh, but our kids believe in it. They believe in our battle. They believe in our model, our vision. You know, they they love it. They already know today is a great day to be a tiger. Wonderful. And and not just any tiger, a terrible tiger. Yes, so, sir. You know, so uh, we're on it, man. We they're having fun. They're gelling. You know, that's one of our things coming off the off season was to make sure that um, we learn how to be a team. We learn how to bond with each other, play for each other, love each other. So I think that went really well. That that was really really positive for us this summer. So. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you so much. I uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, you know we're going to have you on again throughout the course <laughs> of the year, brother. You take care. Uh, you too. That's Coach Tyler Lewis with Terrebonne High School, good friend of the show. And now we'll have Coach Babin, another good friend of the show over at South Terrebonne, Coach Aaron Babin. Uh, heck, that's two. That's ironic how that works. They, they send us Tommy and Kyle, which are week one opponents, and now they send us uh, Coach Lewis and then Coach Babin, who are week one opponents. Coach Babin, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going great. How about yourself? <laughs> great, buddy. Uh, you guys are over at South Terrebonne making it happen on the practice field, getting ready for the year. Uh, how's those preparations been going? They've been going good. I mean, uh, these kids are really bought into the program I'm trying to build, and, and it's been um, fun. I've been having a lot of fun at practice. They've been having a lot of fun at practice, and we see progress happening. Tell us about that progress. You know, we've had you on several times throughout the off season. You said, "Hey, man, like the kids' energy is good. They're buying into what we're doing." Uh, what are where are some of the areas you think you've made the most improvement so far in camp? Well, when you start looking at it, um, you know, we're, we're making scheme changes on both sides of the football. So we're, we're tra- transitioning on offense from the wing tee to a multiple spread offense. So with that, you know, going from a lot of gap schemes to where we're, we're running some more zone principle concepts and, and just the offensive line uh, progression uh, from the spring to now, watching the steps, watching them being able to, you know, evaluate the play beforehand, make their calls things like that, they're doing real well. But it's not just them. It's, you know, the quarterbacks managing the offense. It's running backs being able, you know, to uh, perform behind the the run blocking and being able to read it out. Receivers, you know, uh, probably the biggest change has been for the receivers and what we're asking them to do, you know, from wing T to this multiple spread. Um, And, you know, seeing progress there where where we were looking at it, and I think we've got some good, uh, competition out wide, as well as you know, some people that are stepping up that maybe we didn't uh, originally uh, pencil in that have really uh, you know turned our head. Did not have a great season there last year, but they were close. Lost a lot of games that could have made like a heck. I'm thinking of the South Lafouche game. We called that one in there. Could have gone either way at the end. How do you get them to understand in the fourth quarter? Hey, man, it's not get tired time. It's finishing time. Let's go make it happen. I think you know it. it you you tell. I mean, all football coaches tell their teams that, but I think. What we're doing is, you know, we preach that from the beginning. You know, when things get difficult, um, we just continue to harp on that. Look, it's not it's not easy. You know, football isn't easy, but life isn't easy. And when when you get hit, you know, square in the jaw, how are you going to respond? And you know, it goes into day to day practice. You know, uh, you know, we're in full pads finally, and you know, the defense has won, the offense has won, and it's how do you react to it? Because if the reaction isn't what we want, you know, then we got to break it down and we've got to do better at it. And, and, you know, we have had days where we've responded really well and other days where we've got to go back to the drawing board and be like, look, this is where we faltered, and this is why. You know, technically this is, you know, the mistakes you made or 
um, so on and so forth from that manner. And this is why we do it this way. And, and with some of the guys, you know, it's just starting to click. And, we, and you, it's almost like seeing the light come on, and you're like, there we go. Now we've got it. So you weren't there last season, so you weren't part of, you know, hey, not playing in the swamp and the storm, you know, ravishing the campus and everything. But you are now seeing everyone back there. And I know the kids got to be awfully excited. You know, hey, you're not going to school at HL Bourgeois anymore, which was driving all the way across town. So to be back in that centralized location, I know everybody's got to be super excited about that. Oh, on the day we stepped back on for spring football, um, you could just tell there was an energy in, in being home that, you know, maybe hadn't been there when we were going to school at HL. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I was part of the platooning. Uh, once I was hired officially, you know, I was able to teach uh, at, with the South Terrebonne faculty and staff and, and, and start meeting students. But you could just feel that, it, that there was an excitement there when, when we got there for spring. And then we were there throughout the summer, and, and now we're back on campus. And, and it, you know, it's different for them because, you know, I've, I've never taught in, in the, you know, the – the actual building we're we're in those portables right now, but you could tell this is, oh, yeah. this is as close to normal as it it's probably been for them in, in nearly eleven months and it now it's getting into routine and now it's hey guys look it's it's no half day schools it's full day of school you know we're set, we're seven oh five to two fifteen <laughs> and and we're rocking and rolling after that so you know it's good the energy's been good i i I thought we've had some some you know we only started on Tuesday, so we've only had three days of practice we've had you know, we, we had one day where we the energy out there, I, I, it got me fired up, you know. So it, it's good, it, and, and that, that's probably underselling and saying it's good. Beautiful. Thank you so much, my friend. We'll chat again soon, okay? Thank you, sir. As Coach Babin with South Terrebonne doing a wonderful job. Look forward to seeing them this upcoming season. We're here at Tri-Parish Media Day over at Terrebonne General in the locker room of the Community Sports Institute. <laughs> Jesse, Turner's, Jesse Turner's running to the radio table. I'm afraid that he's going to juke me out like back in the day, Coach Turner with Ellender. How's it going, brother? Going good, man. We're just trying to get some flashbacks. I hope I had a ball in my hand. I wish I had a ball in my hand. I, yeah. you, you lost a little bit of your, your speed, though, yeah, man. I got to admit so. that. Yeah, I believe that, too. But uh, I can get a play in uh, here or there. So no, no doubt about it. Um, brother, how's it going, dude? We've had you on several times throughout the course of the, the summer, and I know you're awfully excited. Uh, how has early preseason camp been there? It's been good. You know, the weather You know the weather has been changing every day. Either it's hot or it's raining heavy. Uh, but the times that we are able to get out there, man, the guys who, the guys have been working extremely hard. Uh, They're they getting better every day, and that's all you can ask for as a coach. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to – and I can't wait till we can go against somebody else next Friday. we got Riverside. And I just want to see how we stack up against those guys and uh, see we, what more we need to work on and – Seeing what type of team we're going to be, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's a great point, and, yeah. and that you know sometimes you know a coach will say early in camp, like, "Oh man, I think my offense is really good." Yeah. But what it actually is is their defense just isn't any good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, how do you juggle? Like, like knowing, or, or is it just a situation where you're going to just find out when you play somebody else? It, it's kind of, I guess, you 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 coach for a while. You know, I'm, I'm saying like I, I'm of a veteran coach like been coaching in our area you are now though. yeah i am the longest tenure coach in the parish yeah. Yeah, I, I brag to coach lewis about that all the time um but you know what you see you know you, you see the guys playing fast you see them adjusting to schemes and and moving around pretty fast so you know um if you're if your defense or your offense is on the right page and they're, they're looking good but it's always good to get that fall scrimmage and that jamboree in because that really identifies what type of team you are 
because uh, even like right now, if I had to say our defense, I've been playing amazing. Outstanding. Our front seven has been getting after it. And uh, but I know that on the offensive side, we got a, a ton of talent. We got a, our skill level on the offensive side is tremendous. So I actually met with the co- offensive coordinator and I told him just be patient because when we play Riverside and the field is just a little bit more spread and they don't really know our tendencies like our defense, do, you'll be surprised uh, how sure. effective your yeah. offense is. Sure. So I just told him to be patient a little bit and and we'll see once we stack up. You know, once we play against someone else, what type of team we are. How many kids you got, bro? I got about 58, uh, 58 kids. We started off uh, going about 53, and I added five when school started. Um, so and that's, and that's enough. Obviously, we want a little bit more, but that's enough. We'll be able to play a JV season in the freshman season and get those guys better. And uh, hopefully, as the year goes, those numbers increase. So tell me about that. Is Okay, by and large, through the COVID, through the storm, the varsity stuff was able to mostly go off yes. that schedule. But what we lost is a bunch of freshmen and JV games. So to this season, hopefully, knock on wood, get those games back. What does that do for those younger kids? It, it does a lot. Those guys get game reps. You know, it's, it's even tough to get them practice reps when you're just doing a varsity season. Yeah, you're right. And those guys lose interest. And and, and those freshmen, uh, the development of, of you know from freshmen to seniors, they need that. They need those game reps. They need those practice reps. And and just those couple, the last two years, it was just unfortunate they they weren't able to get enough, so they lose interest, and sometimes you lose that player. Um, so this year, I'm forcing the hand. You know, I'm hoping. I pray to God that we, you know, we have a full season. My first year having a full season as the, the longest tenure coach in the Paris. <laughs> um, I hope they mention that when they uh, when they say that. But uh, I'm hoping that we have a full season so my young guys can actually get out there to play, and uh, and I'm gonna be excited to see them, and I'm gonna be there, be there with them every step of the way encouraging them and motivating them at the same time. Dude, there was a period about 10 years ago where Ellen the football was the homecoming game for everybody. It yes. ain't that way anymore, dude. You guys yes. are, are tough, and you, know, you play hard, make the playoffs. You guys have reversed that momentum. But one thing that you said over the summer that I loved was, hey, we don't want to just be the 28th seed every year who goes in the opening round and faces one of the best teams that gets beat. We want to be, you know, let's take a step and be the 18th seed and then take another step. I like that you guys are not just satisfied with where you are, even though it's so much farther than where you once were. Most definitely. And the biggest thing is the mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, the kids nowadays, especially in our area, they just want to be good in our area. You know, but, but I tell them all the time, it's bigger than that. Of course, I want to be Terrebonne. I want to be Coach Lewis Black. You know what I'm saying? Right. I really do. And I want to be the HL. And I want to be South Terrebonne. But at the end of the day, What's our goals here? You know, our goals is to host a playoff game. Our host is our 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 goals is to make it maybe make a push for the dome one year. You know what I'm saying? So we got to build on that. So we got to broaden our horizon, broaden our mindset, and and and, and think that we can and, and put it in the air and put it in the atmosphere that we can make it to the second, third round playoffs. We can make a push for it. Um, but it's going to take more than just being the best team in your area and and not just being someone's homecoming team. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's bigger than that, even though that is a, you know, a step in the right direction. Um, but, you know, we're looking for something. We're looking for the bigger bigger than that. So. No doubt. Thank you so much, buddy. No problem. Always a pleasure, Case. Yep. There's right. Jesse Turner with Ellender. Doing such a good job. Good friend of the shows we have him on throughout the offseason, and we'll continue that throughout the season as well. Who's next? Who do we, who's our next victim here? Oh, we got Coach Terrio with Homa Christian, who will be joining us here at the radio table. Coach Butch has joined us a couple times throughout the offseason. 
with the Christian Warriors, home of Christian. What's going on, Coach Butch? How are you doing? Man, I'm doing great, man. This is awesome. It is, yeah. It's a great opportunity to, to promote the sports in our area, man. How's the football looking uh, over on the practice field out there, my man? It's wet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's wet and it's muddy. Uh, we definitely uh, would like to see if uh, we could get some, some time on the actual grass. You know, uh, we have to spend a lot of time in the gym, with, which, you know, sometimes is, is good. So we're getting to see what our plays and stuff should look like at full speed instead of worrying about traction and all that in the mud. So we're trying to get uh, accustomed to that, uh, but we definitely would definitely love to get outside and start practicing again. Um, I mean, that's, that's a big disadvantage, not having that turf, dude. Um, it, that, just talk about that. That, that. That's As you mentioned, that you're losing practice time. We're losing a lot, and, you know, uh, especially with all these schools that have turf, and, and just we were talking about it yesterday in the coach's office, man. If we could just have a 50 by 50 turf field, that, yeah. that would be great. Yeah. You know, we we do like playing on grass, but you know, we do live in South Louisiana, and you know what happens in in July and early August? It's going to rain every day, and that definitely puts a damper on our practice. And it's such a buzzkill because it didn't rain a second in June and in early <laughs> July, and then now right when you need. But anyway, uh, how, how many kids you got? And, and uh, tell us a little bit about the boys that you got. Well, we're looking at about 35 kids. Uh, we got eight seniors, uh, and we got about 15 juniors. So. We, we, we have some experience, uh, especially in that, that junior class that, that's been playing for us a long time. Uh, the strength of our, our team is going to come from that junior class. Uh, pretty much a lot of them started as, as freshmen, so they, they are experienced. Uh, us moving into a new district uh, is, is very exciting to us. Uh, we get to play people that I think we can compete against. Uh, and and I, I feel if we can match up athlete to athlete, I think we got a pretty good shot. So tell us about this. You know, it was, okay, Terrebonne High School, that's almost 100 years old. South LaFouche, 55, 60 years old. You guys have only been playing football for, what, eight years, ten years, something it, like that? It, it, it's, we, uh, to be honest, when Homer Christian started playing football, uh, it was a flag football team. Yeah. Uh, and we had a lot of success. And uh, from Coach Chuck, who, who who's uh, our former uh, head football coach, uh, had a dream and a vision that, that one day he was going to put tackle football on a home of Christian's property, and it happened. And the uh, a school of our size uh, playing tackle football is very hard. Uh, single A football, uh, we double A now. We get a couple more kids, but single A football is very, very taxing on coaches. Uh, yeah. Due to the fact of the athletes uh, that come out for the team, you know, you don't have that many to choose from, and you know. Just to say that everybody that comes out necessarily is a football player. Absolutely. Know? So, so tell me about this, okay? And um, it was actually Randy Bokeh who told me that <clears throat> being in single A, it's a challenge because you got to do so much work Monday through Thursday because on Friday you can't really coach much because your linebacker is also your running back, your quarterback's also a cornerback. So, like during a game, you can't do a whole lot of adjusting and everything. So it puts that early week preparation. And makes it so much more important. It, 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 it's very challenging. Uh, I think uh, with the addition of Coach Labat of, of putting our heads together and making the practice schedule that we came up with uh, is if you're an offensive lineman, you're a defensive lineman. If you, if you are a receiver, you're a defensive back. If you're a linebacker, you're a running back. And what, so what we do is we split our practices into two sections. We have an offensive period uh, and we have a defensive period. So how are we doing that defensive period? Everybody's a defensive player. When we go to the offensive side, everybody's offensive side. We decided we took away the different colored jersey off our quarterback, you know, because we might need him to play safety one day. And he's going to have to learn how to get hit or, and hit somebody. Right. Uh, but as on game day, it's, it's that same thing. Next man up, uh, 
in fact, look, we have to go both ways. So we're trying to figure out ways, you know, we might we not have to bring five new linemen in, but I think what we could do is if we have one lineman, then we could say, all right, you play in first and third series, you play in second and fourth series, we're getting that rest that we have to do, and we're not losing too much talent on that field at one time. Very, very good. Coach, we thank you so much for the time. We'll chat again throughout the course of the season. Okay, buddy? I appreciate it, Keith. Yep, that is right. Coach Terrio with Homer Christian doing a wonderful job. Next up will be Coach Hamner with Terrebonne High School Volleyball. Coach Hamner has been at Terrebonne for some time. Always got a very solid team out there. Last season, 30 wins, 5 losses. Well, that illustrates exactly what we were talking about right there. Coach Hamner, good afternoon, buddy. How are you? Good afternoon. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir. You guys have uh, had this thing rolling for a while over at Terrebonne. Great program. Um, you said that you got a great deal back, but you lost some prominent players. How, how have things been looking so far in practice? Looking good. Um, you know, we were expecting Elijah Miller, who's our junior setter. And it's like I said before, possibly one of the best players Terrebonne's ever had. Yeah, and that's saying a lot. Yeah, and losing, losing her changes the dynamic of our team. She's our setter. And the girls are really coming together because – it's kind of like losing Drew Brees, and you got to bring a secondary guy to quarterback, and then all of a sudden, then you got to move to another person. So the dynamics change, but the girls are really picking up on it right now. <laughs> I'm going to joke with you for a second. You were one of the older volleyball coaches in the area, and then not anymore. What's happening over at HF Bushwa? You've gotten younger overnight. Well, right now it seems like I am the oldest, <laughs> you know. So, uh, you know, been been doing it for a while. And yeah. I coached with Coach Didier back in the day, and when he was there and i took over when he retired and been there since yeah but we, we thought it was actually you know, the news of, of you know, he and pete coaching together that's crazy what, what, they, what are they doing oh, yeah. out Look, there and when i was at hl we were all together <laughs> you know um at one point we were all there i was just coaching football at the time that's and awesome. i hung out with them all the time so we're real good friends all three of us one of the things that i think is ridiculous and and, and we talk about this on saturday and and i know that i think you agree with this because i think stan said that you texted him this why the heck are you guys not split up in volleyball? Why, why not? Well, the way it really happened is back when Manny High School, uh, when they did the proposal, they put in football, baseball, basketball. Yeah. They didn't have soccer, and they did not have volleyball at their school. So they didn't put it in the proposal. When the proposal was going to the executive committee, what happened there was that uh, they, they would not amend it. And since they wouldn't amend it, we got left out. And that's, that's kind of where it was at the time. Is there traction towards a full split, or do you think there's more traction towards a full get-back-together? Well, honestly, with the new select, non-select uh, rules they just passed and moving a lot of those Lafayette schools to the select side since they can literally get kids from anywhere, yeah, yeah. same thing in New Orleans. I think what's going on, you know, I'm big with the LHSAA and a lot of the boards, all the meetings and things. I think what they're trying to do is maybe get a lot more schools ready to come back together. I think so, too. Um, I think that's where they're trying to push. Now, can they get two-thirds vote from the principals? And um, that, that'll be the big uh, push down the road. So we'll, we shall see. <laughs> Getting me fired up. I'm spilling water on my stuff <laughs> while we're talking about um, <laughs> Tell me about your crew this year. I know you said you, you, um, you were talking about you know, replacing some of the players. Shout out some of the names of these young ladies. Yeah, got there. our three, three main seniors that are back that's been with me since they were freshmen are Isabel Bourgeois, Trené Taylor, and Amaya Anderson. All three, all first team, all district, all region players. Uh, Trené is the 
you know, our big hitter in the middle. Isabel's our big block and big hitter on the right side. Amaya was our libero last year. She was the all-region di- district MVP as, as a libero. But with Alasia's injury, we're moving her to setter. And we're going to have to change the dynamics of a, another kid, Amanda Bourgeois, who played last year. We're just going to give her a bigger role this year, or Trinity Patterson may take over that role, just depending on how it plays out. Coach, before we let you go, one of the things that you all do every season that is so awesome is your big old tournament. got teams from all over. Tell us about that, man. Yes, we had our team camp uh, July 27th, 28th. We had 56 teams. It was That's unreal. Amazing. I mean, they come from every part of the state. It's a big community event. You know, we don't make any money really off of it. You know, even though we had that many teams, just because it's so expensive to run. Yeah. Our tournament is September 30th, October 1st. Right now we have 52 teams. Ooh. And that's about the max I think I could fit and get everybody their game. But same thing, we got them from Benton High School up north, all the way to Sam Houston out there, Baton Rouge, Lab, everywhere. And I just think it's a big community event more than anything. So uh, hotels, restaurants, everybody kind of wins in this situation. I was just about to say, you guys don't make any money, but everybody else around right. the area. We, we figured it was about 400 hotel rooms that we we used just for the team camp. Wonderful. Well, look, man, thanks so much. Good luck this season, buddy. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. That was Coach Hamner with Terrible and Volleyball doing a great job, as always. We're here at Tri-Parish Media Day. Next up, well, I've never spoken to this guy. Who's this? Maybe Coach Dugal will be joining us over at Thibodeau High School, a good friend of the show and a regular here. On play-by-play, Coach Chris Dugat with Thibodeau High School Football. What's going on, brother? How are you doing? Oh, doing great, doing great. Good event. Yes, sir. We're, uh, we're keeping you out of class for a little bit, too, so that's all I good. love it. <laughs> How are things at the practice field, man? Everybody's excited this time of the year. How are things looking for your club? Going good for us. Uh, big thing, no injuries so far. Wonderful. You know, we, uh, we kind of put on the pads this week, uh, you know, going shells and, Today will be our first day of uh, full dress. We're just going to kind of do a little scrimmage-type uh, format today, go late in the evening, kind of beat the heat a little bit. Hopefully beat the rain, too. You know, we kind of dodging raindrops and lightning strikes out there lately. But uh, hopefully today we can get it in. We'll try to film it, make some corrections, and uh, move from there. You know, Tommy's saying, oh, man, it sucks not having turf. And, you know, Butch is saying the same thing. You guys are not in that situation to be able to know, hey, it could rain all day long, but as long as there's no lightning for about a 90-minute period, you could get work in. That's a big luxury. Absolutely. I always said this, you know, turf is nice for the games, but the practices is what makes the difference. Yep. You know, when you can get out there, wait it out for a few minutes, and still able to get a quality practice out there. Because when you go in your practice field after a monsoon, I mean, you're slopping around in the mud, you're fumbling, you can't do any of your passing game or your kicking game. But it's dangerous for the kids. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But that turf is like the Sahara Desert after it uh, rains about six inches. Um, offensive line play, defensive line play. I know you said you're really happy with both in the spring, how they look so far in preseason camp. Offensive line looks really strong. Uh, I think it's going to be a good group. Uh, I think we're going to be better up front than we've been good. In, in, in quite a few years. So uh, that group's coming together really well. Defensive line, we're, we're not really big, but uh, we're very athletic. And uh, that group is also uh, much improved. So we like what we see up front. And in the trenches, it makes the difference most of the time. You get a home run hitter back at running back, and I know you guys are awfully excited to have him, man. Talk about the, some of the ways you guys are going to use him. But, uh, you know, One of the things I like that you all have done in the past is if you've got a great player, you know, hey, maybe he'll get the ball in his belly 15 times. Maybe you all throw it to him three, four times. Maybe he'll return a punt or a kick or whatever. Maybe you all find ways to, to get him in space. Well, you've got to go with the Amik Robertson 
uh, Absolutely. blueprint. You know, uh, DeMarcus is that type of player where he can line up in the backfield and touch it maybe ten times there, and then he can play in the slot, and maybe you get him in space a few times there, and then, like you said, in the kick, return game, punt, return game. He's going to be that type of guy that needs to touch it creatively, you know, uh, 20 to 25 times a game. And uh, if he does that, I think we'll be successful. <laughs> and then talk about conversely, it's okay if all the sets of eyes are on that one player. You could sneak some other guys past that D. It's great for everybody having that type of player. Absolutely. He opens everybody else up, and, uh, you know, he, he makes the team better. And, and I always said the same thing with Amik. He makes the guys around him better just being who he is. You know, he draws the crowd, and then another guy, you know, has a great game. And, and you never know who that guy's going to be from one Friday to another going to joke with you here, dude, is I know your non-district schedule is brutal. We're at Terrebonne. You're like, do you go get an EKG or something just to make sure you're good before the year starts? Yeah. It's a brutal schedule. Well, you look at it, and every one of those teams had a home playoff game last year. Yeah. You know, you got South Lafouche had a home playoff game. Uh, uh, Coach Young did a really good job last year. You know, really got it flipped over there. Uh, St. James was in the Dome a couple of years ago. You know, won a state championship. Edie White was in a state championship last year. You know, and Lutcher may have the biggest quarterback in the state of Louisiana with Winfield coming back. I mean, he's just a, he's a force. He's a, he's a mountain back there. He reminds me of a kid we had that played pro football last night, Demarcus Mitchell, who had two yeah. tackles on the special team yeah. for New England. That's kind of what Winfield looks like back there, baby Cam Newton, you know. So it's going to be a challenge. Are you saying that, man? That brought me flashbacks. I forgot that he was a dang quarterback for y'all. Man, that's crazy. Um, how are those guys doing? You know, he and Amik and some of the other, like, how, how are they doing? DeMarcus uh, played really well last night on the special teams. He's getting some time on special teams, and uh, hopefully he can make the team out there in New England. Uh, free agent signing, you know, you never know from week to week where you're going to be as a free agent, but I think he'll make it. You know, he's working hard. Uh, you know, we've, we've had a couple of conversations. Things are going well. Amik, uh, number two on the depth chart right wow. now, had a little, uh, had a little tweak injury, uh, and they kind of held him out of the first preseason game, hoping to get back out there uh, for the next one. So, uh you know, those guys are doing well, and they represent the program really well. Two good guys. No doubt. For you guys to have the season y'all are trying to have happen, what are a few things y'all got to do well, man? The big thing for us, and I think it's going to be a strength for us, uh, and it hadn't been the last couple of years, is having that third phase of the game. You know, a lot of people don't talk about that third phase of the game, the special team phase. Everybody talks about, well, my offense is going to be good. i got a really good quarterback. You know, i got a good running back. i got some guys who can catch the ball. Defensively, we'll be able to stop the run. We got a good front seven. Not a lot of people talk about their kickers. We are blessed to maybe have the two best kickers I've ever had on the oh. same team. Wow! You know, uh, that's a weapon when a team's got to go 80 yards every time to score. When you can kick it in the end zone on every kickoff, that's a weapon when you can flip the field on punt. You know, it's just it's just that part of the game that can change everything. And it's those five to ten plays a game that nobody talks about until Saturday morning. And I learned from the great Frank Monaco on that one that the kicking game can change everything. And no I'll just go back to when Amik Robertson was a senior. We were probably the better football team when we played those guys. And they blocked a punt, and they beat us. You know, they beat us on a block punt. And he always found creative ways to do things on special teams. And I think if we can do that, create that third phase, then we could be a pretty good football team. No doubt about it. Look, family, thank you so much. Good All luck. Right, man. We're excited for you guys this year, man. Thank you, buddy. Hopefully we'll finally get to go to, uh, up to your place for the, the Tarpon game. I know we've been trying for like the last decade. Absolutely. Huh? I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember the last time that game was played at home. Finally. Yeah. No doubt about it. Buddy. All right, man. Take care. That is Coach Dugal with Tibbo. Now we're going to have Coach Bruce start with Assumption joining us here.
uh, Coach Will Broussard's first season with the Assumption Mustangs football team. I'm not used to seeing you in these colors, Coach Will Broussard. What's going on, my man? How are you? Oh, fine. How's it going? Good, man. How are things going over at Assumption? Uh, not bad. Uh, we uh, we had a real good summer uh, turnout with uh, workouts, and um, uh, we got got uh, we we got to start a little early with uh, with the uh, pads because we didn't do a, we didn't have a spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the kids are catching on. Uh, we got a brand new defense, so we got new all new defensive coaches. So um, yeah, okay, it's a little bit different, but uh, um, I think everything's coming along. I'm, I'm I'm pleased where we are right now. I remember last season, um, well, heck, you remember, too, because you schemed against them. A lot of explosive players, and a lot of those guys were not seniors. What's it like having those, you know, all that talent back on the edges offensively? It's, it's, uh, it's nice to have. I'm sure <laughs> it is. Definitely a luxury. Um, like I said, and they're really good kids. They're receptive to coaching. Um, and like I said, it's, it's, been, it's been fun. My friend, one of the things that I always like to ask, you know, newer head coaches is, what have you learned? Because, look, you could be an assistant forever and ever. Until you become a head coach, there are always a few things that the head coach does that an assistant doesn't realize that they do. In being in that position, what are some of the things that you've learned in the couple months that you've been out there? Um, all, all the administrative stuff. So, you know, like getting a roster together, um, fundraising, yeah. um, just uh, maybe, maybe the kind of uh, maybe misunderstandings uh, that may happen with, with kids or with parents, you know, um, things that definitely like last year – you know, Coach Young took, all, took care of all that stuff, and I just worried about the X's and O's with defense. So um, just doing all those things, and it's, it's – I'll tell you what, it's interesting because it keeps you busy. Okay, you said a minute ago it's going to be a new defensive staff. Are you going to still call the defensive plays, or are you going to uh, you know, have a, a defensive coordinator? No, I, I'll, I'll be calling the plays with you. Okay, fair nice. Yeah. Um, up front, offense and defensive line, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and correct me if I'm wrong, you guys are returning a bunch up front. Is that is that right? Yes, sir. In fact, I think the entire offensive line wow. is, is coming back. Yeah, so um, uh, that that's definitely uh, uh, definitely a big big plus. Uh, on, on defense, um, you know, we, we've made some little bit of changes, but um, for the most part, everybody that's on the D line they played last year too. So Very they good. definitely have some experience. How have the kids been? You know, kids are um, more adaptive than we give them credit for sometimes. Yes, they were heck, they've gone through COVID and the storm and everything. So through the change in the transition, how have the kids been so far? Uh, you know, anytime you're trying to build a relationship, is always kind of maybe rough, maybe at at, at the start. Um, but I think they're starting to get um, what I'm trying to, what we're trying to do, and um, they, they've been, like I said, they've been real receptive to it, and uh, I, I've been really pleased. They they, they bust their, their tails, they they do everything we ask, and uh, that in the, in the end of it, that's that's all we can ask. We love this South Lafourche. Is it going to be weird to uh, to be coaching against BJ in the district? Yeah, you know, um, I was only there for a couple of years, but you know, um, I learned a lot from Coach Young, yeah. and uh, you know, he's, he's a good friend, and um, I still look forward to beating his tail. But um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it, you know, I, I still I, I call him I call him yesterday, you know, to ask for yeah. advice and, and stuff. So um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be different, um, but I, it'll be fun. Yeah, it's a little robbery. I never had a chance to tell you this. Uh, Personally, so I'll tell you now, congratulations. We're so happy for you, buddy, and we know you do a great job out there. We thank you so much for the time. We'll chat soon. I, I appreciate it. Thank yep. you. Thanks for having me. Yep. That is Coach Bruce Starr with Assumption, first-year guy out there. He's going to do a great job out in the polling. He's got a lot of talent and a talent-rich program. That's historically amongst the best in our local 4A district. Hey, how we doing? We have our next volleyball coach up. This is Coach Kesterson. Okay, we'll ask Coach Kesterson to put on the headset, and then we'll chat some CCA volleyball here. We're at Media Day out in the locker room out of Terrebonne General's Community Sports Institute. Coach Kesterson, how are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? We're doing just fine. Um, we were just talking um, about how much
good volleyball there is in our area. Tell us about your team and some of the things you're excited the most about this upcoming year. Okay, so um, in the volleyball world, um, I feel like it was such a big part of my life growing up. And, you know, I, I coach at the, one of the smaller schools and where volleyball is not queen. Yeah. Uh, softball is queen at our school. But years ago in the seventh grade, I kind of got these ten girls, and I was like, hey, I think you should try volleyball. And um, now those girls, all ten of them, are seniors. So I'm super excited about this year. And so we're usually the one that struggle. But um, this group of girls is special, and I hold dear to them to my heart. And they are they're an amazing group. And I'm excited. I think we're going to do very well this season, I, actually. You said uh, ten seniors? I wow. do. I'm That's incredible you. at a small school. It is. And um, it's probably one of my biggest teams. I, I have 23 girls. And so I'm trying to expand and grow and just take them to the next level, maybe get some of those younger girls where maybe softball doesn't remain queen, <laughs> you know, so get them to play a little more club ball. A lot of our girls, they just play, um, you know, volleyball for fun. Um, I do have a few very committed girls. We just had a transfer from Homa Christian, Bailey Keene, and she plays travel ball with LA6. And um, so we, they're trickling in. So, okay, let's talk about this um, in single-A volleyball. Is it a lot of schools like you where, you know, the kids maybe do a lot more softball and soccer, other things, or is it other schools where, you know, hey, they're super, super competitive and they got volleyball-only girls? Oh, absolutely. Um, so, so just because it's 1A does not mean that it's uh, less of play. No doubt. So you have your Central Catholics, your ESAs. Um, those teams were in my district last year. And so this year we have a new district. Um, even Highland Baptist, when we were in the Christian League all together, Highland Baptist um, – their coach, Bridget, and I coached against each other way back when. And, you know, whenever we both joined the high school association, um, I think it was back in 2013, we, when we saw each other, we knew we were going to make a, you know, a run with each other. <laughs> we ended up being in the same district. So a lot of these smaller schools have built great programs. That's awesome. Very good. Um, I like the dynamic there where, you know, it's K through 12 and, you know, so what I'm getting at is, okay, at a, at a uh, traditional high school, 9 through 12, you got them for four years. Mm-hmm. With you all, it's like you've literally seen them grow up, like from whenever they were a little bitty all the way to, like, knowing that you got 10 that you're at the end of the season going to be saying goodbye to. It's got to almost be emotional. It's like, man, oh, you've gosh. seen them all the way through. Yes, it's, it's why I, I, I have no ambition of leaving CCA as much as I, I love the bigger game of volleyball because um, these girls, I literally watched them. It's actually pre-K-2 yeah. all the way through seniors, and, you know, our school is growing rapidly. But we love that small-town aspect. Absolutely. And, um, you know, my kids are there. It's, it's such a gem. But, yes, and actually we just brought on Brooke uh, Porsche. She used to play oh, yeah, Rachel yeah, as well. Sure. Um, Brooke Funk is now a para at our school, and she is taking over our middle school program. So it's kind of taken a hit the last two years. Um, but with COVID and Ida, um, a lot of those middle school programs, they didn't play or they did not play as much. So I have to, although I'm graduating 10 seniors, I only have one junior, the rest are freshmen. Wow. <laughs> so I have to build back up. Wow. Okay, so talk me through this. Um, I know basketball-wise, they played, you know, various gyms around the area. Where do you guys play your, your competition matches? Um, yes, yeah, so last year, um, you know, after Ida, um, the recreational facilities kind of took a hit as well. So our Shriver location um, housed a lot of the animals and stuff from the storm, and we are so grateful because uh, Thibodeau Wellness Center and Greg Stock, they all just opened, you know, their doors and were like, Ashley, you have a place to practice. Um, just 
just keep in touch, tell us what you need, and we're here. Okay. And so they were awesome. Cooey, Miss Sandy, that whole bunch, amazing people. Very good. Well, Coach, we thank you so much. Good luck this year. Thank you so much. Absolutely. That is Coach Kesterson with CCA Volleyball. Big senior group looking forward for an exciting season. We're here at Media Day, uh, Tri-Parish Media Day over at Terrebonne General. Uh, we're here at the Community Sports Institute. Let's go ahead and catch a quick break. We haven't taken a break in a while. We're going to take a 60-second timeout. When we get back, we're going to be chatting more with all our, all of our local coaches. We'll be right back in a minute. You're listening to KLEB, 1600 AM and K274DE, 102.7 FM, Golden Meadow. Where opportunities are created, not waited on. That's the Danos difference. I've been here for 23 years. The opportunity for advancement within Danos was pretty evident early on in my career. They give you a lot of tools and training in order to learn the oil field industry. It has been an excellent ride for me. Join the team that does it different at danos.com. That's D-A-N-O-S.com. Terrebonne General Health System, where medical science meets the art of caring, is committed to providing the latest advances in medical technology with a gentle caring touch. This is evident in our high-tech, high-touch approach to healthcare. As a trusted healthcare resource, we deliver both life-saving, compassionate inpatient services and life-changing preventive care, while also providing wellness needs and outreach throughout the Bayou region. To learn about how Terrebonne General is providing innovative healthcare solutions, visit tghealthsystem.com. For 11 years, Radio 9. Which one you rather? <laughs> Welcome back to Tri-Parish Media Day here. Uh, Casey just there here. We're talking with Coach Castillo of the Vanderbilt Lady Terriers Volleyball Program. Coach, uh, good afternoon. How are you, man? I do, Casey. Pretty good. We're doing fine, man, and I uh, hope the same for you. Uh, you guys are on the practice floor getting ready for the upcoming year. Off the air, you're just talking, say, a little bit of young, a little bit of old, and just kind of mixing it together, see what happens. How are things going on the practice floor? Oh, yeah, great, uh, great mixture uh, with seniors. I have a, a freshman setter, Ava Smith, that's doing very well. Um, that's in sophomores and juniors, so it's almost every classification in the lineup. So um, it's great to be back at school, uh, practicing in the gym. And I'll uh, so just waiting for the season to start. Last year was weird. You know, yeah. the storm comes, and, you know, there's all kind of madness, and you guys were going to school somewhere else. And to have that little bit of sense of normalcy, I know that it's got to be very appreciated. Oh, yes. Uh, we were trying to find places to practice. Uh, at times, we had to practice on the sand court, and uh, it's totally different playing the sand and indoor. Of course. So, you know, getting the timing down and stuff like that. So, hopefully, um, knock on wood, we don't have any hurricanes or anything that we'll have a, a place to play. You guys are in such a unique situation. It's very similar to Sarah, who we had on earlier in the show over at E.D. White. Is that um, such high expectations? You know, guys, the people in the community are expecting every season for you guys to make that deep push. Uh, talk about that and, you know, and how the kids juggle that. Because you want them to play with that confidence, but you also don't want them to put undue pressure on themselves. Well, it's, it's not the community that puts the pressure. It's myself. Yeah. Uh, I, I tell them every year, we, we strive to, to win a state championship. You know, winning district or, and stuff like that, you know, that's, that's nice and good, but the main goal is to win a state championship. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this for 32 years now, and uh, I want my players to experience that, to, to win a state championship. It's uh, the feeling like nothing uh, you've ever felt before, and 
it's something you'll always remember for the rest of your life. And, uh, you know, fortunately, we did that uh, two years in a row a few years ago, and I just want, especially this, this group of girls, to, to experience that. So talk to, us, talk to us about that. When, you know, the outside hitter goes up and she kills <laughs> that ball down and it's over and the confetti's going up and your team's won it all, what's going through your mind when that happens? A lot of folks never experience that. You've experienced it several times. Talk us to what that's like. What I do, I, I look at everybody. I, I, I look at my players, uh, watching them, you know, celebrating. And then I look at, at our fans jumping up and down. Moms are crying. They had dads that are even crying. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, the last time we won the state championship, I had a dad run out on the court to give me a big old <laughs> hug. And then there's security, you know, escorting him off the court. But uh, Brent, Brent Terrio, and, and I just saw him a few weeks ago. We, oh, we I know who that is, that. yes. Yes, and uh, you know, it's stuff like that you, you're going to always remember. And, and uh, it's just, especially the, the last one that we won, where no, nobody expected us to win it. And uh, and then also to be Edie White yeah. <laughs> in the finals for, for that one. It, it, was, it was very uh, rewarding. So tell us about some of the kids who are going to be standing out. Shout out some of the names of those young ladies. Yes. Uh, I have my seniors, uh, two of my seniors, Chloe Petrie and Morgan Haydell, uh, Junior Mackenzie uh, Glenn, and then uh, the freshman I talked about earlier, Ava Smith, who's uh, very, very mature for her, her age. And then I have a sophomore, Neil Neil, uh, Neil Grace Berry. She's really stepped it up. She's, uh, she grew a couple of inches, too. So she's going to be one of my taller ones on the team. Uh, she's a lefty, uh, been doing very, very, very well uh, in the scrimmages and team camps. And all. So excited for her. Man, uh, I was asking uh, Coach Hamner about this. Is You know, 10, 12 years ago, there wasn't a whole lot of depth of talent in the area. Now everybody could play. Everybody's got solid teams in our area, and a lot of teams make it to the Train Center and beyond. What's it like, man? Like knowing that, hey, man, you better be ready, but if not, anybody <laughs> yeah. on your schedule could knock you off. Yeah, I, I think the reason why is uh, more more girls are playing club volleyball here in this area, and uh, it's not not to knock the other sports, but you know, volleyball you're playing inside. Of course, of course. AC, you don't have to worry about the weather. Games getting canceled and, and, and stuff like that. But um, it's also a, a, it's a very fun sport. And everybody has to be involved or get ready because you never know when the ball is coming to you. And you know? also, uh, I think, it, you know, it's picking up in this area, and hopefully it'll, it'll continue like that. Thank you so much, my friend. Good Thanks, luck this Casey. year. Yeah, appreciate it. Yep, that is Coach Castillo over at Vanderbilt. Now we'll get the next guest over at the table. I think this will be Coach Fleming over at Ellender. Very good. We'll have Coach Fleming to talk some Ellender volleyball here at Tri-Parish Media Day, we're over at Terrebonne General, the Community Sports Institute. Coach Fleming, good afternoon. Hope you're having a great day. How's it going? I'm good. How you doing? Good. Tell us a little bit about Ellender Volleyball, some of the things you guys are most excited about out there. Oh, well, first of all, we're, starting, we're excited to start our new season with new coach. Yeah. Of course. We're going to have, um, we have a lot of new plays coming on. We have a lot of new techniques that we're trying to teach the girls. We're, trying, we're really starting from the bottom, and we're working things up. We're going to call this a Cinderella story. Very good. Happy to hear that. Um, with a group that is maybe the quote-unquote underdog, so to speak, mm-hmm. how do you keep them pushing in the right direction, knowing, hey, let, let's do this? 
Well, first of all, with a, a motivational coach, I am the I am their mouths. I'm their yeah. minds. I'm their cheerleader. Even if they're doing wrong, I'm their cheerleader. You got to know that we got to shake back from everything. You can shake back from anything. You know, so my girls are ready. They're ready for this season. They are open to learning new things and perfecting everything. Very good. As long as they get it together, they're good. Have you been at Ellen there beyond this year, or is this your first year at Ellen? This is my first year. Okay. Um, I know everybody's super excited to be back on campus. Last year they were going to Terrebonne and everything of this sort. It, it was a mess. It's yes. nobody's fault, but yes, it was a mess. Yes. <laughs> to be back at Ellen there, I know it's something that the kids are excited about. But then when that having been said, you guys are still not having a gym out there, so it's a little bit of in-between. But I know to be on campus is making the kids happy. Yes, yes. They are so excited to have their campus back, at least to have their own their own school, you know, they don't have to share their school with anyone. They are really excited about that. And they, they are actually doing good with us having to use uh, temporary gyms. You know, they have, their spirits are really high. Awesome. Happy to hear that. Tell us about some of the young ladies that will make an impact. Shout out to them. All right. We have, um, we have some defense players. We also have some upcoming offense players that are coming up. But we have, like, um, um, our defense, Libero Brooklyn. She's very, very good. I think she's a senior this year, so we're looking for big things to come from her. We also have another senior. Um, her name's Tony. She is everywhere. Awesome. She can awesome. play front row. She can play back row. She's a communicator. You know, even if she she knows that she messes up, she does not let that affect her or her team. She tries to make sure that everyone stays up. So we're really, really excited about that. Very good. And in terms of uh, how many seniors you have? Um, five, I want to say, okay. five altogether, okay. yeah, yeah. So it's a little bit of a mix of young yep. mm-hmm. Okay. Um, how do you get the, okay, I asked Coach Turner this all the time. He was coaching football. They historically were not having success, and as a result, the kids didn't want to play. But he kind of instilled that confidence, and now their numbers have grown. Volleyball-wise, do you have problems getting the kids to play? Or, or no? Not, so uh, there you not go. one awesome. problem getting them to play. Like I said, they're they're willing to learn. Okay, they're that's wonderful. eager to learn. So like my girls are at practice every day waiting to learn something new every day. Wonderful. Like that's what they do. Very good. Well coach, we thank you so much. Good luck this season. Okay. Thank you. You too. Yep, that's Coach Fleming with Ellender Volleyball doing a wonderful job here. We'll see if they have anyone else lined up for us. We're right up against it. It's twelve fifty five we're here and we could get a little extra time if need be. But it is play-by-play coming to you live from Tri-Parish Media Day over at Terrebonne General. We are enjoying ourselves and have had a great time. I'm looking around, seeing if there's anybody that we've missed. Heck, we've had a good 10, 15 coaches on throughout the last 90 minutes, so we've certainly had a great go of it here over at Terrebonne General. So, um, let's see. Yeah, we do have one more, my bad, or at least a couple of more. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, Coach Vedros, what's up, man? How are you? Yeah. Coach Shelly Vedros with Central Lafouche will be joining us. And we're going to go a little bit beyond 1 o'clock here. We're getting a little extra time for you today. That is Coach Vedros with Central Lafouche. What's going on, buddy? How are oh, you? not too much. How's everything? Good, man. It's been a, uh, an interesting offseason. You guys are now uh, got a little stability there. How's this, the preseason practice been? Oh, uh, great. Uh, we actually got our numbers up. Uh, good, you know, good. the kids are coming out there trying, you know, like they always done, doing their hardest and, you know, going doing everything we ask of them. I said earlier in the off season that I really thought that whenever you made the decision, all right, we'll take this thing through the, the, the season, 
that I would grow your numbers, but people there know you and they're familiar with you and everything of the sort. About how many you got? Uh, I'm up to 88 right now. Wow. Actually. Yes, sir. Okay, uh, very good. My freshman crews, like the kid, the incoming freshmen, I have 45 of them. So I uh, went out, talked to them, got them out there, and we we up to about uh, 44. The varsity guys, so you know, that that that's 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 what I need. I, I need some numbers, and they'll give me a chance, and then we'll go with it from there. You guys were young last year, yep. but youth turns into experience. Um, with another season, another off season, how those guys look? Yes, uh, like um, I was telling the you the uh, TV guy that uh, we had four freshmen that started last year in the week ten, and now they are growing up. That's our com- becoming our leaders for us, and that, that that plays a big part for us. Those young guys can step up and be leaders, and you know that that's a good thing for us. Our future is going to look bright for us. How do you get the kids to know and understand, like, hey, look, all this craziness, like, that, that, that's done. Like, things are, like, we're behind that. Because kids are fickle, and they'll believe the things that they read on the Internet. And see, you know, how do you let them know, right, hey, it's a new page, like, let's turn the page, it's a new era, all that other stuff is over with. Um, you know, I just told them, give me a chance. I've uh, been here a while, um, give them some consistency. I'm not going anywhere. Very good. Um, you know, just bring that mentality back of, they got somebody that's going to be here and stay here for them. That, I think that that that's, that plays a big part into it. No doubt about it. Week one, you're going to be up against the bro <laughs> facing a yes, behemoth. Uh, talk about the challenges that you're looking forward to seeing there. Uh, you know, JT and John, John Curtis, of course. Uh, our kids are ready for it. You know, we had a big Superdome thing that was in in our back pocket, and then that fell through. But now they see that this John Curtis game. You know, that that's going to put the test to us and see where we're really at. And I, I, our kids go go up to the challenge for us. What are some of the strengths of your team, dude? What are some things you think you you guys do the best? Um, I, I think up front on the defense side, we had we got some big boys. Um, they're young, but I, I think our our strength will probably this year will be the defensive line. Um, we 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 young everywhere, but I think our defense line will, they they're they're some big boys and they'll be playing both ways kind of uh, just because of the numbers, the offensive line, defensive line. But yeah, I think they'll rise to the occasion and go with that. Uh, quarterback wise, Carson moves with a you know parent down the bye. Who are you guys going to be uh, playing on this? Uh, we have two guys right now, Kay Powers and uh, uh, Makai Slayton that's battling it out right now. You know, they're both juniors. Kay's a transfer in from out of state, nice. um, so you know we haven't made the decision on that yet. Because um, our I don't know if you know, but our OC, our offense coordinator, was going to be a guy, and he left the first day of school. Oh, so. Nice. Um, you're looking at you talking to the offense oh, coordinator and defense there. coordinator. Uh, so we we we've installed some new offensive uh, things there that I've used to running back in the days. Uh, some more high power and 21 personnel and all of that. Um, so this would be a little different look for us, but that's what the Trojans are used to. So tell me about this, man. Um, why has it been so hard for you guys to find coaches? Why, why do you think that is? Um, I think it's just society today. I mean, if you look at everything, businesses around, they can't find workers. And it, when you put all of that and you put teaching and education into it, it's just a different thing. Yeah. Everybody's have different, you know, is in different businesses, different jobs. Uh, I think education today is just overall struggling. I agree. Uh, with I the whole in the whole state, uh, and you know, it can be whatever they call it, money. They call it insurance. But I, I just think education as a whole today. I mean. We are parishes. We lacking in teachers. Tension parish pays the most. They are lacking in teachers. You know, it's just education. I think in general, nobody's going into anymore. You go to the graduations at college, and especially males, there's not there's not many male uh, teachers out there anymore. Uh, you know, it's just not a 
profession have people going into right there now. There you go. Well, brother, we yep. thank you so much. We'll Appreciate chat again it. soon, okay, man? Yes, sir. Thank you. That's Coach Vedros with Central LaFouche. Doing a good job. Oh, my. Leadership Terrebonne brothers coming to the table now. That's going to be Coach Sterling Washington at HL Bourgeois. How you doing, man? Good. How you doing, Detainer? Great. That is going to be uh, your first full season as the head coach. It's your second season if you count the interim year last year. Coach Sterling, man, uh, how's it going, dude? It's going. Going real good, you know. Numbers are up. Uh, the kids are working hard and really looking forward to starting some games. Sterling, last year was wild. The storm comes, and you know you didn't realize you were going to be in the position to be the head coach. You take over the job and very late in the process. And then, oh, yeah, have a wonderful year on top of that. Go to the playoffs and everything of the sort. Um, now, though, the water's a little more calm, and I'm sure you've got to be you know, grateful that all this chaos that happened in the past year is behind you all. Yes, yes. I mean, I had opportunity to step in for Coach Anderson, who home was damaged through the storm. Um, but then, you know, keeping the kids first, we, had, you know, we, we the coaches who was left had opportunity with some assistance to really give those seniors, you know, a special year. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, that was very, very promising and rewarding for those kids. And I think it gave the kids coming back hope that, you know what I mean, if we come in uh, with a full season, you know, get get to work in the weight room, uh, come to practice with a positive attitude that good things can happen. I had Andrew Coyote on over the summer on play-by-play, and he said, hey, man, look, I've been watching him practice. And he said, if we get the level of play up front that we had last year, he thinks you guys could be as good or better. Uh, how have the linemen looked so far? Well, I think that's, that could be one of our strengths, the linemen. But, Very good. We, you know, we lost 25 seniors, and most of the seniors have been – you know, in the trenches for the last couple of years, uh, came in with a little bit more discipline and structure, and I think that's what gave them opportunity to be successful. We have some young guys in the trenches. I think they're going to learn um, through the process how, how, how tough it is in the trenches, but I'm really looking forward to um, our play in the trenches. Very good. Um, it's a district that is very competitive, uh, but it's a district where, you guys have equal to or more talent than a lot of the other teams in the area. So I know you guys are looking forward to, you know, getting into some of those games and seeing where you stack up. Yeah, I think the biggest, you know, uh, challenge for us right now is with the rain. Oh, yeah. Uh, getting a chance to, to really go up against each other at a high level. Uh, but I think once the games start and we know we'll have an opportunity to see other players, I think the biggest thing is playing against yourself is one thing. Or when you line up against other other teams, they give you a, an opportunity to evaluate evaluate your kids at a higher level, and then they give you a measuring stick as to what you need to do at practice to improve. How many coaches do you guys have? Is there, that was one of the big sticking points last year as you guys were short-staffed. Did you fill some of those gaps? Yes, yes. Right. We were able to fill in uh, pretty much uh, all our gaps and roughly bringing on some new coaches that, you know, I think are going to give us an opportunity to, to cover more kids spread it out a little bit more, break down more positions, and I think we're looking forward to that as well. Beautiful. Thank you so much, my friend. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. Looking yep. forward to it. That is Sterling Washington with HL Bourgeois doing an excellent job. Let's see who we have next. This will be South Terrebonne Volleyball Coach Robin Romero. Don't look so nervous, Coach. I am so nervous. You don't have no reason to be nervous. Coach Romero with South Terrebonne, how are you? I'm fine. Okay, uh, tell us about your program. Tell us about you know, your girls and, and some of the things you guys are trying to get accomplished. Well, this is my first year as a head coach. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have a good group of girls. We have five seniors. Um, they're just, I don't know how to explain them. Like, they're so, 
good chemistry? Yeah, thank you. I'm sick of the words. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. It's all good. Um, I was talking with Coach Babin earlier, and he said, look, man, it was it was just so wild not being on campus and going to HL Bourgeois and this, that, and the other. You all still don't have a gym. I understand that. Correct. But to just be back in that centralized location, I'm sure the kids got to love that. They, well, we, we don't have a gym, like you said, but just the having, it, it's just, nor, like, just being back to normal, the schedule, the time, the being on campus, like you said, just, and everything's so new. The modular buildings are excellent. I mean, just you can tell it's like a, a weight off their shoulder. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, you said five seniors? Yes. Okay, so, I mean, that's kind of a mix. Uh, it was five is not a ton, but it's, it's not a little bit either. You got, like, a mix of young and old this year? Um, for varsity, I mean, they're all, like I said, we have ten girls total that mostly play, and they're, it's a mixture between um, our seniors, juniors, and we have one sophomore. Okay, very nice. Volleyball in this area is so doggone good. You know, every year there are multiple teams that are going to the Pontchartrain Center or whatever it be. Maybe South Terrebonne in years past has made some deep playoff pushes and everything like that. Um, what's it been like to watch that? The sport has just grown so doggone much in the last decade. It's great. It's so competitive, yeah. and I love it. I love yeah. watching the intensity of it all, the girls, the fun they have, just the pure enjoyment on their faces. Um, so tell us about this. Um, where are you guys going to play this coming? The, the West Homa Gym is okay. our home games. Okay. We only have four um, because we're limited. But, you yeah, know, it's, I mean, the girls are ready regardless. So we're yeah. just glad we get to play. Very, Amen. Mm. That very well said. Um, and in terms of, uh, you know, kind of what we were talking about a minute ago with the competitiveness, a lot of coaches say, okay, they've got players that are playing since they're, you know, itty-bitty now. Do you guys have that at South Terrible where the girls are playing younger, or is it still a situation where, when they're in ninth grade, that's when you get them for the first time. Oh, no, no, no. Um, we have girls that come, you know, they play CPR until the time they, Great. you know, from the time they're nine till they Great. get the middle school ball. And then we have some really good middle school coaches that direct them to where, kind of where we need them, where when we get a, we had, I want to say we had about 22 freshmen try wow. out. Okay. And, I mean, we had quite a few, but, I mean, the talent's there, you know, to where not hard to work with. <laughs> Very good. Coach, this wasn't so bad, huh? Oh, come on. We, I'm going to keep getting some All right, I'm sorry. It's okay. Thank you so much for the time. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's Coach Robin Romero with South Terrible. Not doing nearly as bad of a job as she thought she did. Now we've got Thibodeau High School. Uh, I'm going to have to get your name because I know you're not Carly Martin. <laughs> what, what's your name? Uh, Taylor Mooney. Okay. Um, Coach, you are representing Thibodeau here at Media Day. Give us a rundown of some of the things happening. You're an assistant coach? Yes. Okay, cool. Uh, give us a rundown of some of the things that are happening uh, on the volleyball side for Thibodeau. Uh, so we've been working out all summer uh, just to get things rolling, get the girls in shape, get them hyped up for the season. Um, they've been really excited. We got some new jerseys this year, so cool. they're, uh, they're super excited about the new jerseys. And we're getting a whole bunch of new balls this year. So just obviously the girls get excited over the little things. Of course. Things. Uh, so it's been awesome so far. Younger players, older players, a little bit of both? Uh, we have five seniors. One of them is injured, so she's not going to be playing this year. Um, but we have a lot of sophomores coming up this year that are going to be playing some really big roles. And um, I think everybody's really excited to kind of see how they show up during our season. I remember talking with Coach Martin, uh, I believe it was the middle of last year, and she said that one of the most frustrating things was 
one day you would have one team, the next day you would have a team that was completely different, played completely different, moods was maybe a little completely yeah. different. How do you get them to be more consistent this coming year? Uh, so this is my first year with Thibodeau High, and um, so far I've kind of seen what she was talking about. Um, we can be a little inconsistent, but something I've noticed is once those girls start to form bonds with each other and they start to kind of gel together, uh, all of that up and down with the yeah, attitude, the roller coaster. Yeah, it all kind of comes together once they, they just start to form those bonds together, and I think it's definitely starting to come together for them. Very good. Um, shout out to some of the names of the young ladies. Who are the young ladies who will be making an impact? Um, so... The one that I can think of off the top of my head, first off, is uh, named Gabrielle Fungi. Mm-hmm. Uh, we refer to her as Gabby. She um, she was the only player I knew at Thibodeau High coming into it just because um, whenever she was, uh, I think, an incoming freshman, she played for Bayou Bandits, which is nice. a travel team. Nice. Um, and I was coaching for Bayou Bandits at the time. So I got to see her as a little baby. And uh, now she's a senior. And I was like, oh, man, she's grown so much. She's done so yeah. She's just, She's definitely grown. Um, she's actually going to be our little girl this year. And, um, one of our starters. We also have uh, Katrina Ingram, who was a really big hitter for us last year um, from what I'm hearing. And I remember playing her. Um, I coached for South Carolina last year. And I remember her coming out and just showing up. And so I'm really excited to see how she's going to do this year, too. She's another one of our seniors. Very um, good. So, so knowing that you did buy your band, it's like an action this. <laughs> what the heck is Coach Didier and, and Pete and them? What are they doing over at HL Bourgeois? Dude, I don't know. They got, like, <laughs> the best of the best. Like, not just one of them. They have, like, two of the three of the best three, coaches, yeah. like, ever that are going to be coaching and running things over there. I don't know, but they they got, like, a dream team over there. It'll be awesome. It is awesome, yeah. And, and another thing that's awesome is how much the sport has grown. And um, I went to high school. I graduated in 2005. I remember at that time... Terrebonne was pretty good. H.L. Bourgeois was pretty good. The private school was pretty good. Everybody else was awful. It's not like that anymore. Uh, everybody plays at a high level now. Some teams win, some teams lose. That's just the way it works. But everybody today plays at a much higher level than we did back in my day. Yeah, so I graduated from Assumption in 2013. Yeah. Um, and whenever I was at Assumption, we were kind of up there with, like, the H.L. Bourgeois and the private schools and stuff. And uh, I agree, even from whenever I played to now, things are just, like travel ball, it's oh, yeah. like you got to play it to be able to compete at the high school level, and that's, I mean it's not even just like that for volleyball, it's like that for almost all the sports these days. Like, and I mean the competition level is crazy, it's <laughs> crazy. Yes, it is. Well, coach, nice to meet you. We thank you so much for the time. Good luck this year. Thank you so much. Yep. We're here at Tri Parish Media Day. We've got a few. Oh man, we got a new proud father joining us here at the radio table. It would be the final guest, last but not least, Coach Cullen Mathern with CCA Football. Coach, man, first things first, congratulations. Dude, I didn't know if we'd see you today. Uh, congratulations, man. Our last 48 hours has been whirlwind. I can't even remember what happened this morning. I'm just taking a minute at a time. Most important thing, our mom and child doing okay. They're good. They're good. Mama's doing great. Um, you know, we, we laugh. I like to be competitive through all my kids, and this one came out and from the time they said to start pushing to the time baby came out, 34 seconds. Oh, wow. So very good very good efficiency on that <laughs> one. <laughs> a good party time, all right? Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Tell us about football over at CCA. Um, I know you guys are super excited. We've had you on a couple of times throughout the offseason. How the kids look so far, man? Awesome. Well, we had a team picture yesterday. Yeah, I couldn't make it. But Coach uh, Cole, my assistant coach, sent me a picture. And, I, of course, first thing I did was sit there and count. And we had 40, which is a great number for where we've been and where we've gotten up to so Number-wise, love the number. Party is perfect. And on top of that, we got good talent, and we make the most out of every single kid we got, one through 40, 
And I said, we're going to try our best to split two platoon. And we've done that all summer and it's all fall. And it's really created a good competition throughout the, throughout the fall. I missed the last few days, but I've just gotten great positive reports from all assistant coaches. Things went well. Kids handled their business. And we were really, really excited. Coaching a head football coaching gig at a single-A school while knowing that you're going to have long nights just doing that and also going to have long nights at home. you got a busy as heck fall, my dude. Yeah, and <laughs> second time I do this, too. Yeah. I had my middle child, uh, September 4th. So I've done it before. Um, my wife is, is great. Uh, and, again, if you ever listen to this, I love you. Um, it's a day-by-day thing in the support system you get. And, you sure. know, being a football coach and, you know, coming to CCA, they're super supportive, too. I mean, I told them I had to go. They go do your thing, go be a dad and, you know, it's, it's a tough, but at the same time, you know, we do it. We're, we're adults. We adapt. We overcome, and we just do what we got to do. We take it a day by a time. You know, there's going to be dad time, and there's going to be football time. Just trying to make every second count. Okay, so talk, I mean, we obviously know you guys play varsity. Do you guys have, like, a middle school program out there, or is it just, just high school football? It's middle school. We have a middle school. Okay, uh, really cool. Coach Murray Buquet takes care of middle school. Um, we have, uh, told me yes, uh, the other day, 28, 29, okay, 30 middle cool. school kids from 6 through 8, and, um, you know, they come to summer workouts at a different time than the varsity. Usually varsity goes first, and then we have a little afternoon session with the middle school kids. It's easier to get the middle school kids in the afternoon instead of having a middle school mom bring their kid yeah. at 7 yeah. o'clock in the morning. So they come to afternoon workouts, and, you know, they get, you know, they run the same system as us. Every now and then we're just kind of bringing them all together, teaching them individual drills. That way when they get to us in high school, they, they're ready to go. Good. Um, what is a couple of, or what are a couple of areas that you're seeing in practice saying, hey, all right, we gotta we gotta clean this up a little bit before we get rolling? Uh, overall, um, maybe our line, we have a few linebackers that we we're trying to figure out what exactly do, are they a defensive end types? Are they middle or the outside? And just trying to feel exactly where they're going to fit out. And the offensively, we're pretty much set. You know, we pretty much this is our eleven. These are our backups. If we need to roll kids in, this is where we roll them. It's really our kind of a linebacker slash um, defensive backs. We're just kind of mixing pieces together, see what fits. We, we love the talent. We're just trying to make sure we put them in the right spot. Next Friday, take it on the Tarpons down the bayou. Get an opportunity to, to see what your team, uh, how your team shakes out against a team that's going to have more kids, maybe a little more size in some areas. You're going to find out where your holes are is what I'm getting at. Oh, absolutely, and that's to me what preseason's all about. Absolutely. I mean, uh, I'm not, we were supposed to play Patterson in the Patterson Jamboree, it actually got switched around to St. John. But I was, I was okay with Salafouche and Patterson being at two. Because when rolling into week one, you want to be, you know, to me, Salafouche is more than an equivalent of a 1A playoff team. They are a 1A semifinal final playoff team yeah. if they were 1A. That's what we want to see. We want to see just where we're at. You know, we can't go play against the 1As because all the way up in Shreveport. But right down the road, Salafouche, and it's the best test I think we could have week one. Kids are excited for it. I've been trying to teach them the no-fear mentality since day one. Now, the first time I do this to them, so they're, they're looking forward to the challenge. Um, Quarterback-wise, I know you were super, super comfortable coaching little brother, but you, know, he, you knew where he was going to be. You knew you know, what he was going to do and everything of the sort. It's a new kid in that spot, but it's a kid that I know that you told me that you're very excited about. How's your quarterback play been so oh, yeah. far again? So, Kyler, the fun story about Kyler is if you look at me in eighth grade and this kid in his ninth grade, they, they thought we could have been brothers. Wow. So we okay. mess around all the time that he's the long-lost Mathern brother. So it's another younger brother. We mess around <laughs> that he's another brother. No, Kyler is uh, glued to every word. He's glued to every word. He leads by example. Not the loudest kid in the world, but his backup, his best friend, is the running back. And he's a loud kid. So yeah. he relays Kyler's message, but he's on every word. 
he's at every workout, he's at every practice, he's glued to it, he's uh, about as efficient. He's not, like, he's sneaky fast. He, uh, he was at the Nichols camp, the pro camp the other day, mm-hmm. and he told me he ran a 4.7. And okay. I, I, I did not believe him one bit, that you are not a 4.7 kid. Well, he took one in practice, and he kind of scrambled out of the pocket, saw a hole, and he took about 70 yards. And I looked at him running, okay, you, you might actually be 4.7. And I love Connor to death, but Connor was not 4.7. No, no. Very good. Well, look, man, we thank you so much for the time. Congratulations again, and good luck this year. See you Friday, bud. Thank you so much. Yep, that is Coach Mathern with CCA. We've had a great time here, man. we got a sheet of all the coaches. We had just about every one of them on here. Uh, so, but we're going to have to put a pin in it right here. You've been listening to Play by Play. We'll be back to our usual routine on Monday, 1130 to 1. I'll be back in studio. Have a wonderful weekend. Sports Corner will be coming tomorrow, brought to you by our friends here at Terrebonne General Community Sports Institute. Have a great rest of the day. Have a great weekend, everybody. God bless. Y'all be safe on them roads, okay?